Tapestry Podcast. It's here. Here it is. We've been talking about it for a year. year? <laughs> yeah, yeah. About a year. <laughs> yeah. And uh, Mwangi's a little bit newer to the team. Uh, let's uh, freeform it a little bit and just introduce ourselves, talk a little bit about what we think tapestry is, because it's still a thing that is becoming. And then we can talk a bit about the intersection of spirituality and identity because our season the whole theme is identity and it's i'm excited about it cool so let's go let's go that way really yeah (laughs) (laughs) um i'm wongi i get to go to church with these guys i get to play in the band with all of them uh i don't know where we're gonna go with this conversation but i'm excited to be part of it Mm -hmm. you know um you guys have started something good i think and i think it's gonna get better as we go along, so I'm happy to be here. And you might have seen Mwangi if you checked out episode one video on YouTube. Um, he was one of the faces on that, along with me, bearded. I had a had a beard. <laughs> it was different. So same dude, same dude, less facial hair. It'll grow back pretty quick though. I'll be the same guy in just a few days. Yeah, I I did shave on Friday, Saturday. I shaved on yeah. Saturday, so this is. Yeah. <laughs> and um, we're recording here on a Wednesday. Just a note for <laughs> track our, our days there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, I'm Haley. I um, was part of just the original kind of tapestry brainstorming team, I guess. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like Mongi mentioned, go to church with both of these these guys. Um, yeah, I think tapestry is just kind of a space to have conversations that you usually can't have in spiritual spaces. Like people get really uncomfortable of saying the wrong thing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. And that drives people away from having the important conversations. And so um, just creating a space where we can just talk about those things. And hopefully, like, if other people hear us talking about things, then maybe they will feel comfortable talking about those things or thinking about harder things themselves. Because um, sometimes you just need to know that it's okay. So, yeah. Yeah. And I'm Mike. I'm Mike Orr. And uh, I guess I'm like the director of Tapestry. Uh, whatever that really means. Uh, but we get to make stuff together. We get to create uh, videos and podcasts and social media stuff. And the idea is, for me anyway, that uh, that curiosity is a good thing. That in some kind of religious traditions, in some faith traditions, in some spiritual spaces, curiosity isn't valued. In fact, it's kind of like squished. Mm-hmm. And... I have some friends who've come out of various traditions and I'm sure we'll talk about this as our podcasts go on who like you need to be certain like you need to know you need to be sure and if you express any doubt or um, you feel any tension or conflict in any of that then then there's something wrong with you Um, and this is not that space (laughs) this is a space for curiosity we expect curiosity we expect people to come with all sorts of questions and wonder about things. And we also expect that we're not going to have a lot of like certain answers, um, but we're going to have, I think, a lot of confidence about where, where to look for the, for the answers yeah. or where to, um, or, or that we can talk about them together without um, putting anybody down or um, saying that somebody is, like stupid or bad. I feel like that's the two responses that I hear from a lot of people in general, but then maybe 
like churchy people, kind mm-hmm. of Christians, uh, people who are really involved in the organized side of spirituality and religion. I, I get a lot of that, like, if you don't agree with me, then there's like two possibilities. Either you're stupid or you're evil. Yeah. And I just don't think that's true. Right. And I want to have conversations with other people who are be- either don't think that's true either or beginning to think, well, maybe, maybe what I thought before, maybe I wasn't right. Maybe people can disagree with me and still be like good people or right. like smart enough to have a conversation with. <laughs> yeah. Or to respect. Yeah. yeah. I like what you're saying. Actually, the first... As we're giving introductions, I wanted to say just because we go to the same churches and we're the same people, right? So off right, the bat, right, right, we're not right. endorsing, <laughs> we're not asking you guys to show up at a church on Sunday yeah, or Saturday. Yeah. No. Off the bat, that's just how we're related. But I think through conversation, you'll see where we are as individuals. And mm-hmm. I like mm-hmm. what you said too, Mike. We all evolve. So mm-hmm. maybe ten years ago, I thought thus. You know, mm-hmm. I thought this thing. And I would have been pissed off at somebody <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. saying, you know, having a certain opinion. But totally. today I may be, right? Same. You may yeah. be in a different spot. Yeah. So I think our, some of our themes too are going to be, you know, not necessarily evolution in thought, but realization that things will change. Yeah. And so yeah. maybe what you thought was black and white starts to turn into shades of gray. Mm-hmm. And that is not a wrong thing. That's yeah. just how nature is colored. That's yeah. how Right. just are or like you said colored like not even <laughs> shades of gray yeah like you're starting to see things in in bright bold color yeah. instead of either black and white or just yes. shades of gray yeah. yeah yeah um so anyway i think you know l- let me pick up on some some things you said there mike you know maybe use the word organized right mm-hmm. we we all feel we feel comfortable when we play organized things right organized sports mm-hmm. yeah. yeah right feels this is my team this is the jersey we're wearing. Right, right. Yeah. My coach tells me what to do. So there's a comfort mm-hmm. in some sense for us to feel like we belong or I can go to Haley and she could tell me what to do so that way I don't have to spend all the time thinking about right. stuff, right? <laughs> you know? It's more efficient. It, you right? know, makes it more efficient. And so, <laughs> you know, it's not it's not necessarily easy to be in those areas of gray, mm-hmm. you know? Especially or maybe if you are, maybe it's like for this little find out of time, but the rest of the time you want to be like not mm-hmm. thinking and maybe just yeah. like tuned out, right? Zoned right, out, yeah. be veg- in a vegetative state and it just feels good that way, right? I don't right. know what you think about Yeah, people that. thrive on structure. I thrive on structure. <laughs> yeah. I very much need it all the time. Yeah. Um, otherwise, you know, I just forget to do things or like mm-hmm. you just feel, um, that's the word I'm looking for, just disorganized. Mm-hmm. I guess. Yeah. yeah, the direct opposite of organized. Mm-hmm. Um but having spaces where people like everyone seems together is always comfortable because mm-hmm. like, you mm-hmm. have the people around you that you feel agree with you. Yeah. Um, that are part of like your team is a mm-hmm. great way to mention mm-hmm. or a great way to define that. Um, but as we start to question, if we are talking about like organized religion, right. That's like a big scary thing to try to not necessarily defy, but to question. Mm-hmm because you don't want to lose that community because that community is really important in those spaces. Um, and that, and it's less like a team where people are like telling you what to do. And it's more of just like, these are how, it, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and you don't want to like step out of bounds of the way things are. Yeah. Yeah. And I think there's certainly this sense that 
our spirituality or maybe a faith tradition that we grew up in or just the team, right? Like how many people really identify as a fan of a certain sports franchise and like yeah. they have like their whole wardrobe is in the colors mm-hmm. of that um, of that sports franchise here in the Denver area. See lots of that for sure. Um, I was born near Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. And if you ever go to Pittsburgh, people like <laughs> it's uh, all the sports teams are black and gold, right? Which is a little unusual. Mm-hmm. Actually, it might be unique. And so there are people who have like painted their houses black oh and gold. Goodness. People drive black and gold vehicles. Like it is core. And you see that, I think, also with other thing like you mentioned yeah like if you start to imagine pulling away from a community that was part of your formation like there's a whole lot of stuff that goes along with that yeah it's and it i also see it as a maturation i don't know if you guys let's say you talk to somebody you grew up with they see you a certain way maybe people you grew up with in pittsburgh right if you go back they see you like well i didn't grow up there but okay. i was born there. let's say you're born there yeah, yeah. Let's, let's, i'm gonna make it up that you grew up there okay? <laughs> let's, let's just go let's go with this you know maybe when you're 13 mm-hmm. if you if you when you were 13 those friends now you meet if you meet to them today they may have this picture of you as this 13 year old right mm-hmm. yeah yeah you know they might be like mike became a pastor what the right, right. you know <laughs> that dude you know oh no there are lots of people who say exactly that yeah <laughs> you no. know so even i guess what i'm saying is that you know part of that you're talking about like uh whether actively or passively being removed from a community, part of that too has to be with your identity too. How people used to look at you mm-hmm. is not who you are today. And so sometimes over time you start to realize you don't actually fit that community. You, you fit very well, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, yeah. And even if today you try to go back there, it just wouldn't feel right, you yeah. know? Uh, and sometimes that happens, right? When you're f- physically forced to move, maybe move schools and stuff like that. But again, even yourself, <clears throat> I mean, I call it maturation, not maturation from like uh, you're necessarily wiser, but just stuff happens. And, you know, what was community, I guess my point is maybe what is community maybe is fluid in some sense mm-hmm. sometimes, you know. Um, uh, and that's me playing psychologist. I have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, <laughs> well, community and identity, I mean, that's another interesting intersection as well. Right. Right. And I guess they're a similar, it's a similar conversation because our identity is tied to our community in lots of ways, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. probably ways that we don't even understand. Mm -hmm. Right. And then today's conversation really, I mean, we can go anywhere we want, I suppose, but the intention is to talk about that specific intersection of our identity and the spirituality that we either grew up with or that we feel is part of us now or for some of my friends they would might say like lack of spirituality or right uh, non-spirituality or even anti-spirituality mm-hmm. um yeah like how does it affect how we see ourselves how does it affect how we interact with the world um maybe like what team we feel like we're on right is a good word uh, yeah what are you guys thoughts on that I guess like my first question is to identify like the difference between spirituality and like religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because a lot of people say like I'm not religious, but I am spiritual. Mm-hmm. Um, and as a person who's grown up in religion, that's a hard thing for me, not necessarily to understand because I get it. They're stepping away from the organized religion. But sometimes it's like then what is the spiritual side that you um, identify with? Um 
or what yeah, that actually it's, looks it's, like it's, for it's, people? It's a, very, it's a very good question, and I, I think about that too sometimes. And we'll let I let Mike have the last answer because he's pondering. Yeah, he's got his finger. Am I that transparent? I think you, you know. <laughs> I think the spirituality you're saying the spirituality exists. Yeah, and religion is our answer to defining or trying to grasp that spirituality mm-hmm. and yeah. say this is what i if i do these things in this way it's 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 connecting me greater to whatever mm-hmm. if it's god or whatever yeah, yeah. spirit you your spirituality centered around and so we try that and we say okay we have these rituals we have these people we may put these people in certain positions and their roles are to do xyz yeah yeah and then maybe after a while those rituals make us feel like we're more spiritual or we're mm-hmm. getting what it is we want. Uh, but I think this, the spirituality to me, it's just, in, it's inherent in us. Yeah. And part of that too, as we know, the idea of religion also changes what was today is. And, and so there's some things break and you're like, wait a minute, this isn't what we meant. Let's right. go, you know, you hear that. Let's go back to <laughs> what, what originally, you know, let's go, let's go back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, to- yeah, totally. And, and, and but, in addition to that, I think that's also if you travel the globe, you talk. If you bring spirituality, you can have a conversation with pretty much anybody at any time. Mm-hmm. But if I say Methodism, people <laughs> will be like, "I don't know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> What's the difference? You Christians have too many denominations. Yeah. Yeah. Like I don't get it, right? So mm-hmm. because of, but if I say let's talk about spirituality, or if I came to a, a a random town in the world and say, "Tell me about how you all." Um, exercise or address spirituality you could mm-hmm. probably have a three-hour conversation right off the bat with anybody yeah yeah I would, I would think maybe that difference between religion and spirituality or the relationship my instinct is that if you had like a you know concentric circles kind of diagram mm-hmm. that that religion is a smaller circle than spirituality like that's my yeah. instinct on that i think that's that feels that rings true to me that there is something that's uh, intrinsic, something that's basic, something that's uh, part of our nature that is spiritual that crosses cultures, like you said. Mm-hmm. And then we have these smaller individual expressions of like traditions and you know, ways of thinking about what spirituality is. Cause really I think to some degree we're talking about not just that, we are more than just physical beings. So there's something more to us, but there's also something beyond us. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think there's a kind of two different questions. Like you could probably be a person and listener. We would love to hear from you. Mm-hmm. Um, are you a person who thinks that there is a spiritual aspect to yourself, but maybe that's all there is like mm-hmm. that each of us have some spiritual aspe- aspect to ourselves, but there's no, like there's no God, like mm-hmm. there's no, greater divinity no spiritual realm beyond the human spirit right um because i think i think there are both i think there are people who believe both i mean mm-hmm. um i come from the perspective that there is something more than me and something more than just our collective uh spirituality or 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 divine sparks well you wouldn't even say divine spark would you <laughs> uh, whatever that thing that isn't physical about us i think there is something more yeah and we come from a tradition uh, that says that's a thing called God and that's a thing that we revere or worship or um, want to follow or whatever. 
But I think that is not how everybody's spirituality is, right? Right. And the other part, coming back to identity too, right? The way you view your spirituality then determines how you interact with other people, right? Are you on my team? Are you not on my team? Mm -hmm. Are you against me? Are we complimentary? Mm -hmm. Right? You know, you may say, you know, you hear the word Judeo-Christianism, you know, there's a link between, you know, Judaism. Okay, that sounds like they're in a league together, right? Right? They're in Division One together, you know, and, and, you know, something different. Um, I, I think so, too, because... Right, monotheistic religions have a way of looking at, okay, fine, this is how we see things. Mm-hmm. Um, you will hear the words like, you know, Eastern religions. You also, you know, at the same time, you know, you may see a, a it's not a clash, but a complementarism where you have a church for people doing yoga. Well, some people, are, oh, yoga is so Eastern. Mm-hmm. It's, 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 uh, it's, yeah. it's, a, its roots are of a different religion, right? And, mm-hmm. but, I, you know, you see that those things are, um, you know, can be complimentary. So let me ask you guys this then. Um, <clears throat> as we, let's say the three of us are talking, are we, are we both talking about ourselves on how we would, in, you know, interact with others relative to spirituality? Or are we talking collectively about how the three of us would go out and, you know, because sometimes I feel like mm-hmm. I'm forced mm-hmm. to speak on behalf, on behalf Right. If I'm talking yeah, right yeah. now, I'm like, well, what does Haley think? What does Mike think? Let me mm-hmm. think that way. Do we talk about ourselves? If I come to church, are you greeting me on behalf of you? Or, or are you greeting of... me? Are you trying to represent the church? And so you have maybe s- certain manners, mm-hmm. mannerisms. Um, you know, sounds bad, but I remember asking Mike, hey, are we allowed to curse on this podcast? Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, no, like, it's, it's a you know, if, if, I, if I drop, <laughs> if I drop a, yeah, an F-bomb or something like that, how does that make me look? Right. Mm-hmm. And how it's going to make you two look, right? And yeah. then, th- and also, since we're talking about spirituality, do we have to be so revered and right, formal? Yeah. And, Man, you I know, can we, can we have a whiskey while we're talking about it? Right. You know, I don't know. What you got? <laughs> you got yeah. the big hidden? Um, you just turned 22. Just turned 22. Sorry. I, 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 you, I oh, just, and thank you for the birthday text, by the way. I forgot to thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is your birthday when? Yesterday. Yesterday. Yeah. Yesterday. Oh, yeah. birthday. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. So, yeah, we, we, can, we can bust out the whiskey if we want. <laughs> yeah. Um, those are great questions. I want to hear Haley chime in because that's it's hard to know sometimes because like when you do grow up in the church like there is a very specific way that you are supposed to be sometimes whether or not someone tells you that mm-hmm. you get the picture when you enter yeah, yeah, yeah. the sanctuary at your place of worship mm-hmm. um, and that changes building to building church mm-hmm. to church congregation whatever um, yeah, yeah. but I think sometimes we don't even ask ourselves like what who we are outside of that building or who we are when we aren't in a group with people. Um, hmm. And does that person show up? To, so, you know what I mean? Is, yeah. Does that person, does the person who we are show up in the other spaces? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think for me personally, I want to be able to say yes. I've never thought about it, I think, long enough to mm-hmm. really pay enough attention. Um, and part of that has just been getting older mm-hmm. and like through other experiences of like, dropping out of college and like mm-hmm. all of those things of making decisions for myself mm-hmm. and that aren't on necessarily on the path that is expected mm-hmm. or yep. um yeah i guess expected yep. is the best word but um really asking myself like hey who is it that i want to be and what are my values mm-hmm. um yeah and slowly learning to have those guide me in the other spaces that i show up um 
but yeah, that's a that's a big one that I don't know I've spent enough time with to think like to pay yeah. attention because yeah. that's that's a um what is the word I'm looking for um what's the word when you're like paying attention to the things around you it's cognizant or yeah yeah Yeah, just having the awareness to really Mm. look at myself when i'm with because i mean at this point like um going to church is like i'm a i'm a pastor's kid for all the (laughs) listeners and viewers so i've grown up in churches since forever so um those tend to feel like an extension of the home for Mm -hmm. me Mm -hmm. a lot of times like even just the church side totally like aside from it there's um a certain like comfort Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in the community i find there but i've never really asked myself like is the person that shows up there because you just get into the rhythm um and breaking the rhythm of like paying attention Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. is something that i've never really thought about Mm. man you guys are so good Uh, (laughs) that's why i'm so glad we get to do this together um yeah, and we have that in common. Yeah, viewer, listener, we, uh, I am also a pastor's kid. I grew up at a different time and in a different place and in a different family. I know both of our dads pretty well. You don't know my dad, but no. um, our dads are very different from one another <laughs> um, and have different perspectives on a wide variety of issues. And so um, I, in a lot of ways, have moved away from some of the views that I grew up with. And my dad and I have had lots of great conversations. Dad, if you're watching or listening, uh, I love our conversations. And uh, we, we love each other and respect each other. And we do not agree on a wide variety of things. <laughs> um, and I think that's, that's a good thing. And I think it also speaks to this idea of, you know, like, how do you tease apart that? Like, okay, so I'm this person in this space. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know that's connected to kind of either the faith I grew up with or the faith I hold or my spirituality. Um, and then I'm like somehow a little bit different in these other spaces mm-hmm. or how do I become more consistent? Do I need to become more uh, yeah. consistent? I don't know. Um, and that is actually the topic for another episode. So <laughs> we don't need to get too deep into it, yeah. but yeah, this idea of you know, like, can you tease apart like your identity? Is there a way? I don't know if I can do it. And especially, again, more disclosure, uh, I'm on staff at the church mm-hmm. where that connects us all. And that changes a Sunday morning experience for me too, mm-hmm. right? Like um, my my job is doing things like this, but also I work with teenagers. And I've definitely had the experience where uh, I'm showing up in the life of a teenager, having conversations that are sometimes really challenging. Mm-hmm. And they'll ask the question, like, are you just care because it's your job? Yeah. Mm. And I said, no, it's my job because I care. Mm-hmm. Right. Like yeah. I chose this because I care about you and people like you. Right. And I don't think that's just a platitude and it wasn't just a clever turn of phrase. Like, like, yes, like working with you is my job, mm-hmm. but also it's because I love it and I, I feel called to it. And I guess that also speaks to identity, right? Mm-hmm. Like for some of us, we feel that, some higher being, some special calling, some something from outside of us has said, this is what you should do with your life. And uh, some of us like run away from that for a while. Mm-hmm. And some of us, uh, like me, and some of <laughs> us um, like just go right into it. And I don't, um, sometimes I wonder what that would have been like. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't know how to actually really fully untangle that 
my spiritual identity and if there's something separate from that. It's because it can be, right? Of course, I could think about, okay, you go to work. I mean, mm-hmm. kind of like you were talking about, let's say yeah. we go to work. Mm-hmm. There's certain things you can and can't do, let's be honest, right? You yeah. do a job. <clears throat> of course, you can show up. Your identity can show up, but it's it's always within the context of doing this job. But what I find, that's what I'm saying, like church or s- such areas interesting is because you 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 act you you choose to show up there yeah right we all think funny we need a job right so whatever so i make you know hr has a bunch of rules i can't do certain things but i choose to show up to church right yeah and at the same time too you know but and as i show up there again i believe i think i I show up in a certain way and i wonder is that a barrier and sometimes the way we show up and so if i put this you know, um, at, you know, whatever I am, is that invitational for the person who comes to church for the first time? Because they're yeah. seeing mm-hmm. me in a certain way or mm-hmm. the way I act. But truly, if I if I was at a bar or a Starbucks, would I, would that person see me <laughs> see. differently? Or right, like, yeah. would we have different? Con- I guess my point would we have different conversations in those places yeah. versus would I be forced to be like talk about certain things because I'm in a church building too? Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is is our conversation and connections also sort of bound by the fact that we're in a certain building, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, and, and the reason I say that again is for that per- person meeting me for the first time, then they may label me or see me in a certain way. And right. and mm-hmm. I do think that I think f- for myself too, I do say like, okay, yeah, if I'm, if I'm at a church building, it's probably gonna be like, Oh, what kind of praise and worship song do you like? Or like right. <laughs> it's, it's, I'm going to be trying to sort of bring it, uh, you know, bring it back Swing to church. It back it's, to yeah, the area yeah, where you, you know, because it's like, oh, here, this is what we have in common, right? Yeah, like, it's called a Jesus juke. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> like you, you know? talk about one thing, but oh, yeah, but have something you met our like risen that. Lord and Savior? Yeah, so like, <laughs> is and then and then, how do we create those spaces so that non-church conversations can happen at church? You know what I mean? And yeah. I'm not saying we're not. I'm not saying we're not. Yeah. but I yeah. do, I do, I would like, I, I do feel like, um. Uh, maybe I'm using church as again as a as a as as, as the word for areas where people gather spiritually and, and mm-hmm. how and how those look like who's in there how they act mm-hmm. you know Mike you know uh, and your dad puts on a robe for one service and I takes know. it off for another service he does, yep. right mm-hmm. and that's that's part of um, how the services are designed right for mm-hmm. him to show up you know it's the same sermon it is the same sermon <clears throat> right mm-hmm. but this is the idea of well you know casual being casual and mm-hmm. also maintaining tradition with robes and things like that mm-hmm. um that's part of sorry to pick on you don't oh. didn't mean to do that <laughs> <laughs> you know but it's a it's just a good illustration of even within the same building we have different music right right uh, and, and on how and it's not good or bad but we also um you know we're doing the other intentionally i guess that's my mm-hmm. point yeah well that that's part of my answer to your question earlier about like, can we drop F bombs on the mm-hmm. podcast? Mm-hmm. And how did I answer? Do you remember even? You said I, we could, I, I think you may, I, I don't know. I don't <laughs> remember what you said. I, I, probably the, the spirit of probably what I said, I think would have been something like, well, yeah, I want us to be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. But there's also this sense in which like, do I want someone to be able to share this podcast with their 12 year old? Right. And if so, is that person going to feel like welcomed to the table if yeah. we're if we use certain kinds of language, right? Yes. And so I think there's a tension there, right? And yeah. I don't know how to navigate it exactly, but 
how do we just be ourselves, but also um, the ver- the version <laughs> yeah. that like that doesn't like send somebody away, yeah. right? And there's some instinct probably in that, yeah. or there's something you mentioned earlier. This idea of like maybe nobody told you how you were supposed to act, but you get yeah. the impression, like you know, yeah. because you're in this space. It's unsaid, right? and you mm-hmm. just right. you just watch others, and then you just do what they're doing. Exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I think and at it least it carries on like that yeah. for many years, right? And no right. questions. Right, and I, I want to question those things with tapestry, right? right? I, I want to be really, and I think we have, in kind of laying the foundations of how we want to do this together. We've been very intentional. And if you go to uh, tapestrytalk.org <laughs> and explore uh, our whole website and take a look at our values and our mission, I think you'll see some, what I think is pretty well thought out ideas of how we want this space to feel the values we want to hold and refer to and express. Mm-hmm. And part of that has to do with language for sure. Mm-hmm. Part yeah. of that has to do with how, how we express ourselves to the world. But I, I think there's always going to be a tension between right. like, who am I like deep down and how does that come out in different environments? Mm-hmm. I think that's the word like, your, the environment matters. Mm-hmm. Your situation matters. The circumstance matters. And so, uh, yeah, can we drop F-bombs? Can we, drop, can we drink whiskey on the podcast? <laughs> I think the answer is probably yeah, but also I think we want to think about who we're hoping to invite, who we want to feel like this is a place for them. And if that's a person who would immediately be like, oh, they used the F-bomb, I'm out, mm-hmm. then I don't want to do that. Right. Um, yeah. That's my, I guess that's. It makes sense. I think also the other thing I was asking, I asked you that and I asked you whether we we're going to be on video or not. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. I think I was like, you yes. got to dress up and, you know, <laughs> got to yeah, look at totally the camera. You know, yeah, yeah, exactly. You know, I was like, are we going to be in video? Or is it going to be straight up audio? Mm-hmm. You know, and because the reason I asked that doesn't mean one's worse than another, but you show up differently. That's my point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It is. Yeah. yeah. If we were not on video, I don't know how I'd be sitting necessarily, you know, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. how, how, how we'd probably have the same chat, but maybe we'll maybe look in different bit. directions. Maybe I'm standing. I don't know what I'll do, whatever makes me comfortable. Right. Um, but we're on video, but at the same time, you know, that also, like you're saying from an invitational perspective mm-hmm. that allows people to see us, our facial expressions. Are we genuinely right. having, the, are we happy having this <laughs> yeah. conversation yeah, yeah. or is it because I'm a preacher's kid? I'm forced to have it. I was recruited, Where's the escape? you know, Where are the exits yeah. to have it, you know? So yeah. that also is a, it's an identity thing too. Mm-hmm. Right. Straight this up. awareness yeah. of how we are perceived. Um, I think often comes first than mm. who we actually like are. Like, we tend to, like, just be aware of who is viewing us. Mm-hmm. Um, and mm-hmm. I don't think it's, like, a coincidence that, like, at least in my life, like, the really deep emotional conversations you have with people happen, like, late at night after a long day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think yeah, it's yeah. because all those walls are, like, they've come down mm-hmm. because you're tired mm-hmm. and you just want to say what needs to be said. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think part of finding that, not answer, but the um, intersection of spirituality and identity is just like allowing those walls to come down. That's so good. More often. Um, <laughs> oh. Thank you, Mike. Um, <laughs> so but good. yeah, just allowing those things to come down, but not even for the people around you, but for yourself to really ask, okay, like who 
am I? What do I believe? Mm-hmm. And like, not even necessarily like believing in a God or believing mm-hmm. in like the meaning of the universe, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But believing in the values that help you navigate the world around you. Um, and it's not easy, right? Like, um, those are things that we, and they might not even happen when you are expecting it to happen. Um, and I think yeah. those things happen like when you're at your lowest, right? Like something bad happens and you are just so exhausted that you are forced to come to terms with what is happening around you and really make decisions about like, Hey, how do I move forward? Um, and what that says about you as a person. That's just my experience of like, I, I like that. I agree. I, I feel the same because in other words, you know, 9am on a Sunday morning is not right. that moment. Right. Cause you've prepped for it and it doesn't mean it's worse, but though, I think what you're saying is even maybe from an authenticity standpoint, because <clears throat> you're at that point you're just like i'm just gonna say what i want to say kind of thing yeah and i'm gonna whether it's venting or asking for advice you know and whether being vulnerable but that's that's when you're like okay this and and whether you talk to somebody or you turn on a you know bb king or something like that (laughs) you know to 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 get you in whatever space you need to those are the those are the times which then means then the 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 spiritual spirituality is you know it's not confined to a certain time right it shouldn't right? be. I it it shouldn't be, yeah. you know, or or the exchange or the interaction with other people shouldn't be, not shouldn't be. It can be because obviously we can prescribe a time to gather, mm-hmm. but it shouldn't be solely centered around those times. Right. And uh, I th- I think also maybe correct me if I'm wrong too. When you're having those vent sessions, you're not do- you're not calling ten people. You tend to call like one one person, person or yeah. maybe if you're with two people. Yeah. yeah. That's about it. It's a critical it's sort small. of mass. It's mm-hmm. not. Yeah. Yeah, it's not I a totally big agree. audience, right. too. Yeah. So there's there's some element too of how there's something intimate. There's something intimate about mm-hmm. it, and yeah. so and uh, true maybe your true identity or whoever you are is is more, um, you know, defined or more. I'll use the word accurate maybe in those in those times. Right. I don't know. And I think like Sunday morning worship, like we all like that isn't the time to have like those like overwhelming like what is the answer kind of conversations um because it's we could go into a whole thing about like, what is worship <laughs> and all that but um yeah i've got some questions but too. i think i think i think churches specifically try try to create spaces like that you know bible studies mm. and small groups and things um and granted i don't i haven't been a part of any of those in adulthood mm. yet so mm. like i don't actually know mm-hmm. what those look like for a lot of people i bet you there mm. are people who find like they find that revelation mm-hmm. in those groups. Um, but I think, like you said, like it's a small group of people, mm-hmm. usually. Mm-hmm. Um, and how, like, I also think, like, the people that you call is really important because it's always going to be, maybe not always, but it's usually the people that are very close to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and maybe those people are the ones who, like, see a closer version of who you are mm-hmm. in those mm-hmm. moments. Mm-hmm. Instead of like you know, yeah, small group of ten, fifteen people. Um, yeah. Not that those groups aren't don't have a purpose or a worth in their own right, but when we talk about how we present to other people, um, it is much easier to present authentically um, and have vulnerable questions when it's intimate, like you said. Yeah. Um, when it's small, because everything else is so big, right? Mm-hmm. We're asking mm-hmm. big questions. Mm-hmm. So we don't want 
more bigness <laughs> yeah, 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 <laughs> right like good. we don't want more overwhelming quantity or noise or you know because it's, when it's a one-on-one or you have a like here we're able to communicate there's not necessarily noise right noise meaning there's some construction a lot of stuff going on but you know distraction yeah. or like i'm in a big space and you know so and so just showed up they're waving to me i don't know like you know like it's mm-hmm. just uh, stimulated um it's kind of thing Haley, use the word vulnerability, and I think that's that's exactly what came to mind earlier when you mentioned kind of the walls coming down, and and I wonder if maturing in spirituality, um, that is like going deeper into spirituality, if a if maybe a big part of that is vulnerability, mm-hmm. is letting those walls down, or or having to kick them down, right, or or inviting them to be kicked down for you by something bigger than you. Um, and I, yeah, there, I'm sure there's a, there is a time and place and there are places that are probably unsafe for that kind of vulnerability, but man, I wish that it wasn't that way. Right. That like, mm-hmm. that maybe you mentioned being uh, prepped for that kind of, you know, 9am on a Sunday or whatever it is, yeah. wherever it is, wherever it is you're showing up mm-hmm. for, something that's spiritual mm-hmm. or something that maybe is a kind of a faith or religious tradition. Maybe you've got, you like, you've prepped for that, right? Like what if that prep was actually lowering your walls in advance? Yeah, that's, yeah. Mm-hmm. And yeah. what if, what if our places were safe enough to do that? Because yeah. I love our community and I think there are lots of ways in which it's safe for that. But I also know that at least for some of us, it's not mm-hmm. that it wouldn't be safe to be totally vulnerable in those spaces. Yeah. Um, and that's like, it's an aspirational value, right? Like we we want to get there. It'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, but maybe also with 150 or 200 or 300 people in a room, that's never going to be the case. Right. Maybe it is with that one other person, those two other people. And yeah, I mean, yeah. What do you think the role of vulnerability is in spirituality? It, when you said that, it made me think of like when you show up to an interview, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You dress up. You're trying mm-hmm. to look your best to get this job. Yeah. And then once you get the job, then you're like, how do you guys dress around here? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right? So for me, I, I, the way you, you described it, it kind of hit me. is like, so we'll use that 9 a.m. on a Sunday. That's what we're using, right? It's an interview. I'm going to come dressed mm-hmm. a certain way yeah. with a certain attitude, smiling or whatever, or whatever, whatever um, whichever way I want to show up. <laughs> and the point there is that, like you said, is... Are people even showing up the way they're dressed normally? And I'm not saying mm-hmm. everybody should come to, in you know, shorts best. and you know and flip flops. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. But I'm just saying that true. And you know, the word Sunday best, even the word Sunday best yeah, means great. like you yeah. wear your yeah. wear your best clothes, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying you can't do that. That's what I'm saying. It's sort of like, right. but what if you're just driving? And you're like, I'm at that spot, and I'm I'm feeling like this. I don't want to go to church and whatever I'm wearing. Mm-hmm. I can have a greasy shirt from the burger joint i'm working at mm-hmm. you know and i should still feel okay right mm-hmm. just showing up because that's not what it's mm-hmm. you know that's not yeah. what it's about i'm not in my sunday best but that space is there and again i'm not saying those that's not the space we're creating but to me th- that that's the kind of thing i feel like just stepping back and just saying how are we or how are we asking people to show up to this space mm-hmm. and truly is that how they want to i've been i've been in some when I was doing some more recent interviews, I remember some of the um, hiring managers were just like, "You are overdressed," mm-hmm. you know, yeah, and yeah. they came they came dressed <laughs> the way we are, 
yeah, yeah. to the interview. And their point was, I am coming this way so you can feel like yeah. you don't have to necessarily put that stuff on. Yeah, yeah. I wish they told me that beforehand so that <laughs> yeah, so there yeah, wasn't yeah. juxtaposition. But I got it though, right? Because yeah. what they said was, this is how we look at this is how we look during meetings anyway, mm-hmm. right? So we might as well just have this interview. The like, way yeah. we the way are. are. They yeah, weren't yeah. setting up an they weren't, unfair yeah, exactly. expectation. Some expectation. So like, yeah. I'll put this tie on. Once I'm on the team, you'll never see me a tie again. Right. Why don't we just like yeah. kick yeah. off the relationship start, the way it start is. Start where we're going to be. Yeah, start where yeah. we're going to be. And then that should allow yeah. us to yeah. then maybe create the space uh, to get to the conversations we want to. Because also like, yes, if I'm dressed in a suit, for some reason, I'm going to feel, I'm going to talk a certain way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna present myself a certain way. It's like a costume. That's not gonna be casual, especially mm-hmm. if I don't wear a suit all the time. Yeah, right, right. So then it's gonna put me, my identity. It's not gonna be false in the way I portray myself, but it is gonna be in a certain way. Mm-hmm. And then later so on, something like, "Well, right? I didn't know that about you. I didn't, you know, you know." That's yeah. what it made me think about too. Is yeah. in, in showing up. Yeah, um, that's really important like clothes like are such a big part of how we present ourselves um and thinking about just like sunday best and i wrote this down so i wouldn't forget it while you were speaking um but it affects how we see ourselves right Mm -hmm. so like especially if we're in these communities like churches where if you're at a church and they are wearing they are in button-ups and suit jackets Mm -hmm. and you know the whole thing um and that's not who you are when you are at your spiritually vulnerable Mm-hmm. you aren't going to feel vulnerable there ever. Right. And that also affects like how you see yourself where it's like, okay, am I not good enough mm-hmm. to be here? Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Am I not good enough to worship the same God mm-hmm. or ask the same questions mm-hmm. yeah. or have the same faith? Mm-hmm. Um, and even presenting like, this is slightly off topic, topic, but it's in the same vein of just like identity in, for me in church. Because mm-hmm. um, I grew up, wearing i still dress up on christmas and easter because that's mm. just tradition in the family but um i grew up my grandma would buy me dresses mm-hmm. every christmas and well maybe not every easter but every christmas and i never felt comfortable in a dress mm-hmm. my entire life and so like i didn't like wearing them but i liked dressing up because i liked i don't know there's something at least nice to me about like presenting nice on mm-hmm. some days mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, yeah. um me too yeah just yeah, it's sometimes yeah. just nice to to yeah. look good, but yeah. um, yeah. And then there was a certain point where I like started to be able to dress for myself mm-hmm. and really pick out like what I wanted. Um, and so now like I look forward to being able to dress and like present myself how I want to mm-hmm. on Christmas or mm-hmm. Easter. Yeah. Um, and that brings you closer because like that was kind of a wedge for like yeah. a Christmas Eve service or something. Yeah. It's like, do I really have to put this on? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just go to church like I do every week. Because yeah. the service yeah. isn't any different. Still we were an, just dressing up. Still an up hour. Up. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right? Like, yeah. we were still dressing. We were dressing up for the same place that we go. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's interesting. And so being able to express myself the way that I felt comfortable mm-hmm. in that space immediately let me feel more vulnerable in that space. Oh, that's very interesting. But I also was lucky to... And I think part of this is my dad. Like, I'm lucky to have a pastor dad that, like, lets you lets me express how I mm-hmm. feel. Yeah. Because um, I know a lot of pastor's kids aren't that lucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and so being in churches that do accept me for how I present it has been extremely beneficial, and I'm blessed to have that. I know a lot of people don't have that. And I want this to be a space for people 
who have been turned away mm-hmm. yeah. or who have been told they are not worthy, yeah. right? Clothes you wear or the deeper inner parts of yourself that have been denied. Yeah. Um, we want to talk to you and we want yeah. to have conversations with you if you are willing to be vulnerable with us. Cause like my faith journey has not been easy. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't, I qu- not question, but I hesitant of people who say that theirs is. Yeah. Um, because I know that there might be a conflict in ours where it's like this person is so confident mm-hmm. and I wonder if they've ever asked the question why. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Just like there's a lot that intertwines. Yeah. yeah and, I, I th- and I think when we were first coming up with episode lists that um, this one was based on something that you said in a, in a gathering as we were brainstorming things. Mm-hmm. So um, clearly near to your heart, clearly part of your story. Mm-hmm. And uh, I, how do you feel about talking more about how it is you like to present? Yeah. So um, just for viewers, listeners, you guys, I, you know this already, but I am part of the LGBTQ plus community. Um, I dress more masculinely. I've always been like a tomboy growing up. And there was definitely like a period where it was like, you know, there's pushback to that Mm -hmm. just from society in general where it's like, okay, dress like a girl. You better Mm -hmm. do that already. Mm -hmm. You know? Um, So I think presenting feminine was expected outside of any spiritual spaces as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But definitely in spiritual spaces. Definitely in spiritual spaces. Yeah, they're like gender Um, norms that... And I think... And I think strangely for me, I've always, again, been lucky to have churches who not, I've never been out to like a whole congregation before. Mm-hmm. This is the first church cause I'm an adult now mm-hmm. where I'm like comfortable to telling people just cause I'm comfortable in myself. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that there are, um, there have been moments where I know that I have my support team. Mm-hmm. Um, so like my parents or my brother and I wasn't out in high school, but like, I don't know, you, I got comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. And then that was really important in being comfortable in a wider group. Yeah. Um, so I don't know. Like, again, I'm really blessed and very lucky because I, I had really good friends in youth group and stuff like that who they just let me present how I was. Yeah. Um, knowing, like, out or not out, whatever. Um, but they just knew that I was just going to be who I was. Yeah. And that was really important, spiritually or not spiritually, to just having community. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think that opened doors to being able to have spiritual conversations. Mm -hmm. Because even if you're not having spiritual conversations and you are just being, Mm -hmm. and people are telling you that you are not worthy when you are just being, Mm -hmm. then you are not going to have a spiritual conversation. Yeah. Right. So, like, they're closing doors before Mm -hmm. anything has happened at all. Exactly. They already closed it. Right. Like, nothing has even happened yet. Yeah. And they've already shunned you out. Yeah. Um, so I was blessed to have people who allowed those doors to be opened later. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I think just it's really important spiritually to just be who you are first. Um, and some people find that through spirituality. But if you shut the spirituality doors, you aren't going to be able to find like, yeah, you yeah. aren't going to no. be able to be you first. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, culturally, 
you heard of you know diversity and equity these DEI initiatives that corporations are having mm-hmm. and so in, in some instances I'm sure Haley too is like maybe there's some workplaces you can show up as yourself mm-hmm. and feel more of yourself than maybe some religious institutions right. right yeah yeah you know because all that is aimed around how does this person show up to work and how can we celebrate them and their gifts and whatever they bring to better us mm-hmm. um, but as we're saying sometimes that conformity or whichever identity you have you're you're forced to shed certain aspects of who you are so you can fit into mm-hmm. it's it's easter you got to wear a suit and a dress because right. that's yeah, what yeah. it is you know you gotta you gotta do these things um and so i wonder if we as a spiritual community could also learn from beyond us on how right. the rest of the world is trying to not trying to some some are succeeding some are not in allowing the whole person to come Right. Mm-hmm. And show up, right? And not just show up, but also the other part is like celebrate it. Yeah. Yeah. Celebrate them. Because it's, yeah. th- it's one thing to just say, yep, we, we allow everybody to be. Yep, we're not going to discriminate against you. Right. There's a dis- but if you celebrate what that means, mm-hmm. that's a whole different plane of um, engagement. And, um, you know, I don't know, like identity as well. Because, again, how the, the person that shows up in that space that where they're celebrated Mm-hmm. it's very different right mm-hmm. um and they're not it, it's just very different as opposed to just feeling like well even if i am you know i'm a member of the lgbtq community but then i also feel like well i guess every time that topic comes up i gotta say something because i'm the right. spokesperson for the whole community you know what i mean yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah that's it was like yeah i'm accepted but i also feel ostracized you know like yeah some like of those feelings it's expected not, to be that spokesperson that's be that spokesperson or like or wh- whichever you act therefore everybody else is going to mm-hmm. act that way right um, you're that learning point for other you're people. the learning point for the other people which is not necessarily wrong right. but but it does speak to again i'm not looking at you as a person i'm sort of looking at you as this representation for the entire community when that's not that's not the case <laughs> it's right. not, it's not fair <laughs> yeah right yeah. for for somebody who's well uh viewer you can see this uh, listener, you can't necessarily. Uh, I'm a straight cisgender white dude. Haley is a, uh, well, you can describe if you'd like, but she's uh, not that. Not that. <laughs> um, and and Wangi is a black dude. Mm-hmm. And we all go to the same church. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I'll let you describe yourself yeah, however I'm you just, want. I'm, a, I'm just a white girl. <laughs> just a white girl. Yeah. Yep. Um, and... Uh, yeah, like it's is different. Like, can you just be you? And we have we have these little stickers on our doors at, at our church that say "We want you here" because we think it's a stronger statement mm-hmm. than "You're welcome" or "You're allowed." Yeah. Certainly, right? Um, it's a and it's a different thing. And I I hope that we always live that. I actually I know that we don't always live that. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's somebody who comes in who um, is unhoused and is maybe a little bit dirty. I've seen some of our people kind of give kind of a, maybe not a right. sneer, but a second look. Yeah. Um, it's a growing edge, right? And whether you're unhoused or whether uh, your skin color isn't the dominant skin color in the room, mm-hmm. and Mwangi, that's true for you mm-hmm. at our church. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Can you feel like you can be you? Mm-hmm. And not to be you, but have people say like, man, I'm so glad that you are you, mm-hmm. right? There's a difference between like, well, sure, we can we can tolerate that. Yeah. Like, 
I think tolerance is good. Tolerance is great. It's, but it's a, it's like such a low bar, right? right? So when people talk about like, oh, well, we have to have tolerance and religion, tolerance or spirituality. Yeah, cool. Like, but that's like, that's baseline, right? I think there's just a much higher calling to love. And I get that from a, from who I follow, I think. But I think lots of my friends who come from lots of different places, whether um, from Islam or from Judaism or from Buddhism or whatever, or yeah, whatever spiritual tradition or non-spiritual tradition, like love is pretty important. Mm-hmm. And not everybody feels that in the spiritual tradition or faith tradition or church or mosque or synagogue or whatever that they grew up in that they don't necessarily feel loved. And mm-hmm. um, one of the questions that I asked in the video for episode one was, or I don't even know if it was a question. It was something more like a statement about, like for a lot of us, our spirituality has helped us to understand who we are. For others of us, it's just made things more complicated. It's actually mm-hmm. made it harder to figure out who we are and to accept who we are. Yeah. And so I, I wonder if you know, your own experiences or maybe experiences of friends, like how has spirituality just made things more complicated for that quest to discover who you are? Yeah. I mean, a lot of gay people don't want to be anywhere near a church. And I do want to, I do want to say this because I think we probably should have said it earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, just as a like, um, value of tapestry. Like we aren't trying to convert anybody. Mm-hmm. We're yes, not trying to yes. get people into church. We're not trying to get you to sit in a pew. Um, that's just where we all come from. And we want to be transparent about that, that like we know each other through church. So when we're talking about spirituality, that's the viewpoint we're going to come from. Yeah. But we encourage conversation of people who are non-believers or believers of other faith or just anyone with questions who likes to talk about a bigger picture. Yeah. Um, so yeah, wanted to get that out on the <laughs> Thank tables, you. Well done. Um, especially as we go into a thing where we're talking about people who are, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Is it pushed away? Pushed away. Yeah. yeah the yeah. hands tend yeah. to speak. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, a lot of gay people don't like to be anywhere near a church. Yeah. Can't blame them. Um, because people are not leading with the values that they say that their religion has. Mm-hmm. Right. Cause like Christians will be like, yeah, we believe in love and we believe in Jesus doing good things. And then they're like, but, but we hate you. We don't uh, want to yeah. see you anywhere. Um, and I've had the weird um, experience of like, being too queer for church, but mm. too Christian for queer people. Mm. Yeah. Um, I've got other gay friends like that. Yeah. Like, cause I grew up in church. Like that is just a thing that yeah. like, I can't get out of me no matter how much, like I do healthy deconstruction of like, okay, the organized part of church and mm-hmm. the like spiritual side of church mm-hmm. and what I, the values and all that kind of yeah. stuff. But, um, it's hard to have that conversation with gay people who are hesitant for queer people, LGBTQ plus people. Yeah. That's what I'm going for. Um, but those people who have been ostracized, yeah, it's hard to say no, but I'm different. (laughs) Like, Mm -hmm. cause that's not all, that's also not what I'm trying to say. Um, cause again, not trying to convert people. I'm just trying to live authentically how I live. Mm -hmm. Um, and so it's a weird in between at times. And does it, maybe to your earlier points, are you, are we ever at a point where we do feel like it's never a weird in between at some point? You know, That's sometimes, a good you know, I don't know, you know, yeah. Um, in other words, maybe after a while, something gets, I'm going to call it solved or maybe resolved, but there, there's right. 
if it's faith, it's it's almost like this idea because you're because you're trying to learn or trying to wrestle with you know again theology is us some science of us trying to wrestle to understand God. So there's always mm-hmm. something going on and on. Are these my people? I think these are my people, mm-hmm. but I fit in some aspect, but I don't fit in another aspect. Um, so do I leave? Do I stay? Do right. I look for something else? I don't. What what is you know like like what is the what is the right answer? And then what labels am I using? You know, mm-hmm. um, am I too Christian for this thing? And yeah, is yeah. that an, is, am I? You know, people have told me that, or maybe I'm coming up with that myself. You mm-hmm. know, you know. Uh, but to me, maybe if I can also add to that, from what one things I've been thinking about recently is about because I play in the band is the music that we CCM right mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm, yeah. and. A CCM uh, listener is contemporary Christian, Christian music. music. Yeah. And it's, there's kind of like a like a machine. There's an industry all around it, and it has a certain flavor, a certain vibe. Yeah. Yes. Uh, I think that's probably where you're going. Yeah, with, so. that's what I was going. And, you know, I was talking to our, our band director, Taylor. You know, we, over beers, we, we talk about this. And just more recently, I've just been like, you know, a lot of the – some of this music is just very superficial. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, in, in the sense that what I'm trying to say is like – Coming back to maybe the suits and the dresses, it's like God loves you. It's gonna be okay. These blanket, he, these sort of very generic, yeah, superficial statements, yeah, yeah. and even the way sometimes the songs are even altered themselves. They'll start with this sort of like low kind of acoustic guitar, then it will build. It will come to a bridge, then it will end a certain mm-hmm. way. So it's very formulaic, I guess is the, yeah. is the point. And I'd been wondering too, like. Okay, so I'm like, okay, this is kind of like, it's it's not getting to me. So what would, in other mm-hmm. words, like, what kind of music would we play that to me, uh, would get to those things or speak about the types of things that the person in the pew is like, yeah, that's what I'm feeling right now. Mm-hmm. That's what I was feeling like last week. That's deep, you know. Right. Um, and I'm and and I. I really don't want to judge in the sense that there are people who just want to come and sing this. Yeah. That's what they want to come worship do. Plays just do the thing. Role. And now you said we could, maybe that's another episode, right? This idea <laughs> yeah. of worship. I come and I'm singing these songs and my identities around this congregation that's together and singing these songs, you know? Um, and I'm sure too, as you, as you pastors write sermons too, you're thinking about, you know, how, how do we do this? But, but, but more recently, like I said, I've been thinking about, even the music that we play, how can we, is there something we could do different that um, maybe people may not like, right. <laughs> you know, uh, because either, I don't know, I don't know, but I, 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 I do, and the reason I even said B.B. King earlier, because I know like, you know, sorry to run on music, but the reason blues music is so, is so popular is because it, it's, the guy sings about being losing his job or being brokenhearted, and so when you're in yeah. that space, you're like, "I get you. There's I know exactly what you." T- there. And there's a certain way it's done yeah. that you believe the singer right. that they've been through what they're talking about. Maybe an authenticity yeah. there. Again, I'm not saying that CCM artists are not authentic, but I, my point is like, I feel like there's a. I'm closer when I hear like John Lee Hooker singing a blues song. Yeah. I'm closer to him than sometimes the music even I play in church. I feel right. like there's yeah. a, there's a yeah. there's a bigger distance between maybe the songwriter or the singer and me. I'm just kind of yeah. that's a nice song, but I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So in as much as the reason I bring that up, in as much as some people come to church for the music, 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So that's what I was saying. Even in in that realm, or as popular as that stuff is, I still think even in those times, I don't know if we're showing up as our authentic selves. Um, you yeah. know, and and sometimes us being too poppy or like happy mm-hmm. yeah. all the time can seem very inauthentic. Right. Because then it's like, like you said, when somebody was talking about their, you know, spirituality and it's just like, they're so convicted. Mm-hmm. It's like, okay, is this real or did you not go through anything? You know what I mean? It's yeah. just like, okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not quite understanding. So to me, yeah. that's been more recently think about even my identity as like, you know, member of the band or am I, Am I playing these songs or am I just, am I worshiping with them too? Yeah. You know, yeah. and what's my... Is it fulfilling? Is it fulfilling? Yeah. You know, to that extent and then and coming back and how, and therefore, how do I show up as a band member? You know? Or as a worship leader. As a wor- yeah, exactly. How do I show up? Yeah. In, in, that, in that sense of, is, is my identity, how is my identity being viewed or... When I when I leave the church and I go to my car, what music do I put on? Right, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's not Caleb. To, for me. It's, it's not, not Caleb. exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, it's, it's just you. And and, and uh, anyone who's listening, I'm not knocking Caleb. That's yeah. just it's just not for me. Yeah, yeah. agreed. Like li- you know, likewise. And and again, good music. But for, for me, I remember one morning I was going to work and I was like, wow, this is not how I'm feeling this morning. It's just too poppy. It's just mm-hmm. it's yeah. too up here, and that's not life. You know, yeah. right. Like, I think to loop in on Caleb for a second, again, <laughs> not hating, but like part of, I think they're like cr- encouraging Caleb, right? That's like the positive, encouraging, pod- Caleb. positive yeah. encouraging mm-hmm. Caleb. Like that is their, like, and that's, cool. their, that's, that's their, their mission thing. statement. Yeah. Um, and they are like a heavy influence in what Christian music has become. Mm-hmm. Um, cause if you're making Christian music and you want it on the radio, like you want it on Caleb. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think what happens is if we want like music industry stuff mm-hmm. aside, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, push for a certain thing and that's Haley's a musician by the way yes so is Mongi as well as he said yeah and yeah we're all and like, we, we all, all do happen to be musicians as well um yeah. <laughs> but I think they're like there's an image there too and that image will directly affect churches and the people in the spiritual space of a church because that's they said positive encouraging so it mm-hmm. might as well always be yeah. um but that's not life. No, it's not life. <laughs> right. And well, I not think nothing, nothing wrong with positive and encouraging, no. it, but it's just, yeah. All time, all the time. Is yeah. Not <laughs> how it is. It, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So music is part of identity. I mean, remember when in school, right? Like the bands you listen to mattered. The right? Oh yeah. To. Uh, definitely all that. Um, so I think we could probably talk for another hour about the intersection <laughs> of, uh, spirituality and identity and thanks for your vulnerability here in the circle we haven't exhausted this topic at all um and i i have so many questions now Mm -hmm. that uh i would love to talk more with you guys about but uh we're kind of running up against uh an hour here so let's uh let's call it a good conversation uh and let me invite you our our listeners our viewers to join this conversation uh, we want Tapestry to be a space where everyone can have their voice heard. We really believe that when we are heard and valued, we can begin to believe that we're loved. And so the space to engage on that right now as we're experimenting and learning is through our Discord server. And for those of you who don't know what that was, what is that? You might be like, what? I have to do a whole other app? Yeah, right now that's how we're doing it. 
But if you go to tapestrytalk.org, and we'll link to that in the description, uh, you'll have a chance to be able to see that. So uh, thanks for joining us for this conversation. Yeah. Thanks, Thank Haley. You. Thanks, Mwangi. Yeah. Uh, my name is Mike, and uh, this was episode one of the Tapestry Podcast. One of many. One, one of, of many. many. <laughs> see you guys next time.